Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. Thank you, Jesus, this morning. Lord, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you for this grace to come again into your presence. Lord, the Bible says, come enter the, your presence with thanksgiving and with joyfulness and with gratefulness in my heart. And that is how I come this morning. I come with thanksgiving. And I come this morning because, Lord, I am grateful. I am grateful for your blessings. I am grateful for your great grace. Lord, that I am able to come this morning and call you my Father. Lord, I say thank you. That I am able to come this morning and worship the covenant-keeping God. Lord, I say thank you. This morning, I declare, Lord, be glorified. I declare this morning, be magnified. I declare this morning that you are faithful. Lord, you are faithful. You keep your word. Lord, you are faithful. You keep covenants. Lord, you are faithful. Thank you this morning. Once again, Lord, in your presence, we know there is fullness of joy. We know that in your presence, Lord, our lives, Lord, are transformed. So we ask this morning, Lord, once again, transform our lives. Lord, uh, cause us to learn in your presence and let your name alone be glorified. Thank you, precious Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining into devotion this morning. I am Morphe Eye Nike sharing at this time with you. Uh, today we start a new book. Uh, yesterday we ended the book of Job. Quite interesting. A lot of feedback. So many people told me they enjoyed the book. But I want to tell you, just calm down. We are reading the book of Psalms. Aha. And this one is going to be very interesting. I think most times a lot of people take the Psalms for granted. Um, but I'm telling you, it's going to be very, very interesting. So why should I study the book of Psalm? Um, I know that as a Christian, most Christians just read the New Testament. But you see, um, practically, uh, no book, no other book is quoted as much in the in the New Testament, okay, that is in the Old Testament, as much as the book of Psalms. Um, almost every, every single book in the New Testament, you know, referenced the book of Psalms. Okay, in other words, um, in the New Testament, you are practically reading the book of Psalms. And that is why, you know, David is usually so appreciated and so praised as in as being one who understood or saw Christ, you know, in a light than any other person in the New Testament, uh, in the Old Testament, sorry, because he wrote more than uh, almost half of of the Psalms in okay in the Bible. There are about 150 Psalms, okay. So not all of them were written by David. Very important, okay. Not all the Psalms were written by David, but yes, the book of uh, the book of Psalms is quoted a lot in the in the new testament so we'll try and find or point them out when they are keywords specific times that they were mentioned in the new testament okay so very first lesson 
Number one, uh, number two, the book of Psalms, you know, is poetry, okay? Poetry, you know, it's um, structured like hymns. If you are uh, the type that you you enjoy hymns, okay, uh, a lot of the hymns that were written, you know, take you know uh, take their lesson and drive from the book of Psalms, okay. So it is written that way. It is poetry, and so when you are reading it, you have to be very uh, very uh, to pay attention to that. It is not like the Gospels or not like uh, some of the epistles. Some of them were apocalyptic in nature. You know, some of them were. Uh, literally giving accounts for example when you read the book of Luke you know uh, it's literally an account of almost every day of how Jesus lived okay no this is different uh, the book of Psalms is very relational and that's why you know <laughs> there are churches you know that you will go to that they will tell you if you have this particular problem read these Psalms uh, and so you see some people they read a particular psalm in the water or read a particular psalm before they go to bed at, at every point in time you know uh, but i'm telling you the book of psalm addresses practically uh, every area of a christian's life so if you're looking for comfort if you're looking to learn about prayer you're looking to praise god you're looking to worship god you're looking to learn more about yourself i'm telling you there's a psalm for it uh, David was just was just so 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 fantastic. So yes, uh, very important that this is poetry. Okay, so uh, if you want to enjoy the book of Psalm, you need to spend time meditating. Yes, if you are the time that you type that enjoy poems. Okay, you know that you don't just read them and forget them like that. You read them again and again and then meditate. Meditate just means to think about them, to ponder them, you know, to recite them. Okay, so. Um, I want to encourage uh, when we read, then uh, during the day, uh, no, on your own, just read them again. And I'm telling you, you will get a, a lot of value from the book of Psalms. So like I said, a lot of the Psalms, specific Psalms, are written about specific things. And usually, especially when it's David, they are talking about David's experience and encounter. So this was David's intimate relationship you know with god and so the book of psalms i'm telling you is so rich okay uh, david i'm telling you knew god david knew god you will enjoy this one i'm telling you so the book of psalms like i said was not just written uh, written by david a lot of it was was written by asaph so we've read the kings first king second kings chronicles and so you would have heard about that guy asaph asaph you know such a wonderful worshiper of god that guy okay so he wrote a lot of the book of psalms also you have Amon, you have the sons of korah for example okay who were levites themselves and then of course moses moses wrote psalm 90 okay so not just moses wrote psalm psalm 90 also so very good explain um lessons for us to learn there uh, the outlines and structure of the book of psalms the book of psalms is divided into into practically five parts you have from psalm 1 to psalm 41 that's the first outline and so if you have a good study bible you will see that it will say book 1 psalm 1 to uh, 1, 1 to 41 that's the first book of psalms but you have second 
third and then up to the fifth so 42 to 72 is the second theme or second book 73 to 89 third 90 to 106 is the fourth book and then one psalm 107 to psalm 150 is the last part of the book of psalms so how do i enjoy this book one thing that is very important you need to pay attention okay so this is not just reading and forgetting about what you've read you need to pay attention and meditate think about what david is trying to say remember this is a relationship david had with god david will be going through things david has lost soul i'm telling you just like we just finished the book of job we saw how job you know when he was going through his own trouble was ranting against god was complaining you will see how how david's own perspective to it david will be going through a situation instead of ranting and complaining you know david will just you know uh, sing praises to god he's crying he's writing a poem to god he's about to go into a battle he's writing a poem to god you know maybe they are camping out in the night you know and there was nowhere for them to sleep you know they are just exposed to the weather and everything david is writing penning a psalm to god i'm telling you so so deep and so rich so if you want to enjoy this book Please pay attention, read it again and again and find, you know, the hidden meanings and reason why a lot of the book of Psalm was written. Another thing that will help when we study this book is to understand the general thing that each Psalm is trying to address. Okay, so Psalm 1, for example, you know, compares the godly and the ungodly. Okay, the righteous against the unrighteous. So it's very important that when you're reading Psalm 1, you really understand that that is what it is trying it is trying to do. There are many books, for example, Psalm 23, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not what. It's talking about comfort, okay? Not just a book you read when you are scared. No, it's talking about comfort. David was talking about the fact that God would comfort him no matter what he was going through, okay? So... You have many of the books like that. Psalm 8, for example, talks about us, talks about why God created us and why we are important, you know, to you know to God. Very important that you take note of this specific thing. Why each of the Psalms was written and to whom sometimes specific Psalms were written, some of them were written to to specific people. Psalm 90, for example, obviously was written to Israel as a nation. And so you must pay attention, pay attention to that. All right, so let's just enjoy this one. Um, It's 150 Psalms. So I want us, I don't want to go too fast, but I want us to get as much as we can. Psalm um, 1 to, for today, maybe we'll take Psalm 1 to, to 6 today. Let's try and do that. Psalm 1 to Psalm 6, and then we go each day from there. Psalm 1 says, Oh, the joy of those who do not follow, uh, oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. Okay, so David is saying that there is a joy. Okay, uh, some some translation says that they are blessed. There is a joy for those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, who do not you know, stand with sinners, who do not join in with mockers, join in with those you know who, who commit sin, commit sins, and so that's how David is separating the godly from the ungodly 
2 says, But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. And so right from the very beginning, David is telling you how to enjoy this psalm. Meditate on it day and night. The word meditate, you know, is from the Hebrew word that talks about muttering, okay? Just talking to yourself, you know, reciting, reciting, regurgitating, if you want to use that word. I'm sure you've seen a goat before, you know, chewing its cord, something like that. It's, um, it's finished eating some three, four hours ago. It's sitting down somewhere and then it's chewing, chewing its cord. That is what meditation is. And that is how you need to do the book of Psalms. And practically, I'm telling you, even every book of the Bible, you need to regurgitate it, literally. You need to mutter it. You need to uh, recite it, remember it. So David says, but they they delight, talking about the godly, they delight in the law of the Lord. Okay, so I know that you say you are excited about the, the law of God. Yes. God is David is saying, Yes, you are godly. They delight in the law of the Lord and meditate, meditate on it day and night. You want to get the word of God into your heart, meditate on it. You find that you know, um, you don't you are afraid, for example. There's a there are Psalms that speaks about us getting courage from God, you know, meditate on it, and I'm telling you, you will get good value. Verse 3 says that they are like trees planted along the river bank bearing fruit each season the godly is like trees planted along the river bank bearing fruit each season in other words the bible saying in season out of season of course out of season is a type of season it's saying here that in each season we bear fruit because we are planted like a tree by the river bank or by the uh, by the waters it says they are like trees planted along the river bank bearing fruits each season their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do i'm praying for you you will prosper in all you do in the mighty name of jesus but he's telling us key things it says that they are planted you know by um you know along the river bank the river of course is a source of water okay so the bible is telling us as long as we are close to our source as we are as long as we are planted along our river bank you know it says that we will bear fruits in each season it says our leaves will never wither wither and whatever we do will prosper i'm telling you for us our river bank of course is god our river bank is our relationship with God. So be planted by this river, God. Be planted there in your relationship with Him. Spend time with God every day. Spend time meditating on His Word. You want to do something, you want to go out in the morning, you want to get you're getting a new job, you are whatever it is, you know, talk to God about it and pray to God about it. I'm telling you, being a Christian, it's not just that you go to church, I'm telling you. It's not just that, oh, you you read your Bible. No, it's relationship. And that was what David had. He was planted, you know, by the river bank. And I'm praying for you. You will be planted by the river bank. It's in the mighty name of Jesus. Verse 4 says, but not the wicked. The wicked are not like that. But not the wicked. They are like worthless shaft scattered by the wind hmm. 
Wow. It says they will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly. Ah, you will have a place in the mighty name of Jesus. At the judgment, oh, I am praying for you. You will not be ashamed. The Bible says no, the wicked, okay, the ungodly will not have that. It says that they are worthless shafts scattered by the winds. They will be condemned at the time of the judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly. Last verse says, For the Lord watches over the path of the godly, but the path of the wicked leads to destruction. Okay? I'm telling you, if you don't know God, you are toiling with something. It is called destruction. <laughs> it says the path of the wicked leads to destruction. It leads there. Okay? You might not be there yet. Oh. Eventually, it leads there. But watch the path of the godly. The Bible says, for the Lord watches over the path of the godly. And I'm telling you, it will lead to glory. It leads to God himself. It leads to amazing blessing. So you are a child of God. You are not, you feel that, look, ah, pastor, I don't have these blessings in my life. Oh, I'm not seeing some of these things that you are talking about. Uh, stay, by your, stay by your river bank. And I'm telling you, in season, out of season, uh, you will flourish again. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Alright, that is Psalm 1. Very short, right? But I'm telling you, wonderful blessings. Okay, if you know as a child of God, Psalm 1 was just talking about you. You are a godly person. Eh? You are a saint. A lot of the Bible was written to you. Read it as a letter reading to you. And as you grow in God, you will flourish again in the mighty name of Jesus. Alright, let's take Psalm 2. Psalm 2, very short also, just 8 verses. It says, Why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their times with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Of course, if you I've read the New Testament. You know straight away that Peter quoted, yes, this very, very, very verse. You know, when um, when the, the Pharisees and the leaders of that time, you know, began to, to, to persecute them, you know, and they were trying to tell them not to preach. Yes, they were trying to tell them not to preach the gospel. You know, Peter quoted this, this verse. He says, why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord, against his anointed. In other words, Jesus had not fulfilled this psalm because Jesus is the anointed one. Hallelujah. Yes, they plotted against the anointed. His anointed. Verse 3 says, Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from slavery to God. But the one who rules in heaven laughs. <laughs> the Lord scoffs at them. Uh, then in anger he rebukes them, terrifying them with fierce, fierce fury. For the Lord declares, I have placed my chosen king on, on, the, throne, on the throne in Jerusalem, on my holy mountain. In other words, this psalm was literally, this psalm was literally um, fulfilled when Jesus, you know, uh, came literally okay he says for the lord declares i have placed my chosen king talking about christ on the on the throne in jerusalem on the holy mountain the king uh, proclaims the lord's decrees the lord said to me you are my son 
today i have become your father i'm sure you remember that right when jesus was you know was um quite a few times that god said that in the new testament you know that again at the transfiguration jesus god you know spoke talking about jesus that this is my son in whom i am well pleased listen to him okay you know so yes this particular verse was also referenced in the old in the in the new testament the king proclaims the lord's decree the lord said to me you are my son today i have become your father eight only acts and i will give you the nations as your inheritance so that again is quoted in the new testament the whole earth as your possession you will break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots now then you kings act wisely be warned you rulers of the earth serve the lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling submit to uh, to god's royal son talking about jesus so i'm telling you so when jesus came and said that he was the son of god okay (laughs) he was literally fulfilling you know david had seen eh, long ago in the psalms david had seen that god uh the son of god was going to come the messiah was going to come in other words this is what we call a messianic psalm okay the messianic psalm is saying that the kings of that time will not be able to come to overcome him okay so jesus knew that when he was walking on the on the earth they were never going to be able to overcome him he was going to eventually choose the way he was going to die you see the psalms will reference that also how he was going to die on the cross he was not going to die in any other way he says i serve the, the lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling submit to god's royal son or he will become angry and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities for his anger flares up in an instant but what joy for all who take refuge in him what joy for everyone who takes refuge in christ that's why jesus said i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father unless they come through me you want to go to god i am the refuge through whom you will go jesus was just fulfilling what was written about him in the book of psalms okay so that was 12 12 12 verses all right let's go to psalm 3 psalm 3 and psalm 4 very short very simple this one you can just read spend um, a minute or two you are true reading uh, reading these eight verses but i'm telling you there are verses that you can think about uh, um, and then of course note who wrote each of them okay so psalm 3 definitely was written by david good uh, bible you know um if you get a good bible most times they will tell you who wrote the specific psalms okay so psalm 3 is specifically written by david it actually says at the top a psalm of david regarding the time david fled from his son absalom ha <laughs> and so i'm sure you remember this time right when david had to flee Absalom was coming you know and um ahitophel you know had conspired against him and some of his own men had joined in in with absalom you know to to sack him out of his palace okay so when david is writing here you know who david is talking to right he says oh lord i have so many enemies so many are against me so many are saying god will never rescue him hmm. So who was David talking about? He's talking about Ahitophel. Ah, 
that guy was bad okay and of course the bible says that this counsel was like the counsel of god so david said i have so many enemies so many are saying god will never rescue him he says but you O lord are a shield around me you are my glory the one who holds my head high ah, i'm telling you this was one of those the songs i i learned very early the glory and the lifter of my head for thou O lord are a shield for me okay so a lot of the songs i'm telling you most songs are taken from the book of psalms if i've ever met any good worshiper i'm telling you almost all their songs are from the book of psalms wonderful very wonderful book david says but you O lord are a shield for me so david was being chased by absalom's men well but david understood that god is a shield a shield for him i'm telling you it doesn't matter what you are going through learn from this psalm when you are surrounded by enemies you claim that there are people from the village chasing you right don't bother about them focus learn from david david understand that the lord is a shield for me when you have a shield it doesn't matter the arrow that is shot against you then you have you have protection he says you are my glory the lord is your glory if god is your glory no one can steal your glory did you hear me if god is your glory how do you steal god you said that somebody collected your glory how Wish glory no it's because you are misunderstanding god is your glory and no one can steal god in fact his glory is too much it will over it will overwhelm any human being yes you read about him in the book of job right when he was talking to job and he was talking about the things that he could nobody can take god take god's glory david said you are my glory the one who holds my head high yes God is the one who holds you high. And if God is upholding you, nobody can bring you down. Hmm. If God is holding you, no one can bring you down. David said, I cry out to the Lord. And he answered me from his holy mountain. So when David was going through this time, con- contracts that with, 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 with Job. When God, David was going through this season, his own son literally chased him from the palace. He had to literally carry his other son and escape if not absalom maybe would have killed some of his brothers okay so that nobody would have ever contested the throne against him david what what did david do he cried out to god he says and he answered me from his holy mountain can you imagine that somebody was running oh he said god answered him in other words he knew that god was not going to fail him i'm telling you god has answered you Yes, that thing that you are pressing to God for, that thing that you have been crying about, that it seems will not happen. I'm telling you, God has answered you and you will see the manifestation in the mighty name of Jesus. David said, I lay down and slept, yet I woke up in safety for the Lord was watching over me. Wow. Hey, David said, it was not my men. eh? It was not um, Beniah. It was not, you know, all of his mighty men that were watching over him. He says, when I lay down, you were the one who laid me to sleep. Yes, you see, you slept yesterday night, right? The one who laid you to sleep is God himself. The one who woke you up is God because he was watching over you and telling you, this guy, ah, 
he was deep. David was deep. He said, I am not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround me on, on every side. So when Saul was looking for David, of course, we know the specific one. This one was Absalom. So when they were looking for David to catch David, remember when they had to tell David, look, cross, oh, cross, 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 cross the river before, before Ahitophel gives Absalom the advice for them to come and catch you. He said, David said, I am not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround me on every side. Arise, O Lord, rescue me, my God. <laughs> Slap all my enemies in the face. So you understand why he slapped Absalom, right? Yes. You understand why he slapped Ahitophel when David said, Lord, ah, turn the counsel of Ahitophel to foolishness. Yes, God slapped Ahitophel. Uh, he, he, of course, he, he ended immediately. He said, slap all my enemies in the face. Shattered the teeth of the wicked. Victory comes from you, O Lord. May you bless your people. David understood that victory ultimately comes from God. Victory ultimately comes from God. All right, let's take one more. Uh, no, we will not be taking six today. Let's just take one more and we will stop for today. Um, yes, let's take Psalm 4. Psalm 4 says, For the choir director, a psalm of David to be accompanied by string instruments. Okay, so this one then would have been, when it was being read out, they would have been playing music with it. David said, Answer me when I call to you. So just think about it and act try and find out if you can uh, understand the exact time David wrote this particular psalm. It says, answer me when I call to you, O God, who declares me innocent. Free me from my troubles. Have mercy on me and hear my prayers. Just contrast it with Job. Answer me when I call to you, O God, who declares me innocent. Ah, David said, God, declares me innocent i'm innocent okay so this one might have been at the time for when saul for example was trying to chase him to get him you know to kill david he says free me from my troubles have mercies have mercy on me and hear my prayers he says how long will you people ruin my reputation how long will you make uh, will you make a groundless accusation how long will you continue your lies? I can almost say that this was when it was when Saul was was chasing him, and Saul was you know throwing about lies everywhere, trying to paint David out as somebody that wanted to kill him, the king, or somebody uh, David as somebody who wanted to take the throne from from him. David, instead of bothering himself about Saul, wrote a song to God. I don't know what you are learning this morning. I don't know whether you're learning or gaining something from David this morning, but you see, when David, whatever David went through, David discussed it with God. Talk to God about your situation. Talk to God about what you are going through. And I'm telling you, he hears you. The Bible says he is so close to you. He's closer than, than anyone, anyone, any person. He's closer to you than your pastor. Yes, he's closer to you than even your spouse. God hears you. Call on him and he will answer you. He says, you can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will answer when I call to him. I say, don't sin by letting anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Ha, David, thank you, sir. He says, offer sacrifices in the right spirit 
and trust the Lord. So there's a spirit in which we, we should offer sacrifices. David said we should trust God. But offer our sacrifices with the right spirit. He says many people say, Who will show us better times? Let your face smile on us, O Lord. So some people question, will things get better? David is say, saying, I know how things get better. When God's smiles on us when the face of god shines upon us he says you have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvest of grain and new wines in peace i will lie down and sleep for you alone O lord will keep me safe wow david was just so fantastic yes david understood who kept him safe all right let's stop here today we'll continue some with some five from tomorrow I don't know whether you have been blessed, but this is how exciting the book of Psalm is. So, this is one lesson I want you to take away from today. You can write your own Psalms. Yes, you can write your own Psalms today about what you are going through, you know, with God. The things you are facing each day, uh, work did not go well, write your Psalm to God. (laughs) Yes, okay, you are going through it as if the whole world is against you. Write your own Psalms to God. (laughs) Yes, you feel that you are in trouble, you feel that you are in pain, you need comfort, write your own Psalms to God. Okay, you can read a particular psalm that speaks about that situation and then write your own psalm to God. And I'm telling you, God is hearing you. David is saying that God is close to me. And I'm declaring to you this morning that God is close to you. He's right there with you in that situation you are going through. I pray for you today that the Lord will keep you. The Lord uh, will shield you in the name of Jesus. The Bible says he is our shield. It will keep you from every harm in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you that your relationship with God will be deeper and deeper. As we read through the book of Psalm, you will know God more and more in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I ask this morning, bless your people and give them great grace. We give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.